a theme song because we don't really have no theme music yet, but this is the start of our show. And uh, I gotta improvise. Welcome to Dice Raw Report. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I can get serious. See, I think I'm playing funny. Okay, let me go there. Y'all think I'm being funny? Well, okay. I can get real serious. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Dice Raw Report. Or welcome you tonight. As joining me as usual is my co-star, Truck North. Say hello to the people, Truck What's up with it? Good evening, everyone. <laughs> Good evening. Uh, we're going to be talking about some issues in hip-hop and music entertainment and comedy. I think that I should get very serious at this moment because we, we lost a great one this week. Um, Paul Mooney has left us. I was just informed. I was unaware. And uh, going off to the great by and by. I am I'm very sorrowful. I send my condolences out to the Mooney family, as well as the Pryor family, and anyone that was close to that man. I actually got a chance to see him perform live at the Howard Theater a few years ago before his passing. It was a great show, wonderful show. He did a great job. He said nigger 1,000 times. At least during the performance. And uh, I've always revered that man's comedy and the word nigger. It's been part of my vocabulary for a long time. No, seriously. Rest in peace, Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney! Rest in peace, Paul motherfucking Mooney! That's. that's Woo! Yeah. He used to put white people in a place on television. He was. I, he was masterful at it. He was a master. He's a goddamn master at it. Listen, white person. I mean, made him, made him a bit of a. I mean, you know, made him a, a bit of a pariah amongst other comedians because it's like you know you don't really want to get seen with the guy or openly supporting the guy who was you know so as many people would say. You know what? I'm not even gonna call him that. He was just, I don't know. Paul Mooney was a one of a kind. He was super realist, and a lot of people couldn't deal with that shit. So, yeah. He wanted to play the game in Hollywood and shit. It's probably best to like Paul Mooney from afar, but. Okay. Shout out to Paul Mooney, though. Shout out to Paul Mooney, man. You know, that that whole artistry of black comedy and that real talk, I mean, there's only really a few that do it. I mean, you got to give a shout out to Dave Chappelle, of course, you know, uh, Chris Rock. Um, I'm sure there's others. Um, I mean, D.L. Hughley too. I mean, no, you know, but um, you know, talking about the greats and somebody like uh, Paul Mooney. You know, he never really got his props though. You know what I mean? I would say, and um, like on on a major level. And I mean, even from like you know African American community. Like when I was at his show, it was a lot of you know uh, of us in the crowd, but it was definitely you know a diverse audience. And I think that a lot of times when you have somebody who is speaking that kind of truth and um, if, if if the if the masses were exposed to it, I mean, they would have definitely been a little bit bigger. And you, you just have to wonder, like, you know, who pulled the strings sometimes in Hollywood when you have somebody with a brilliant mind like that um, who is definitely kind of pushed to the... I mean, you see his influence, though. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you see it. This whole shit is observation, uh, observationalism and shit, you know what I mean? So Right. You've seen it from the dude who worked with Richard Pryor to some of Richard Pryor's material to, I don't know, fucking Damon Wayans and 
Chris Rock. Right, 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 right. Homie the Clown. I mean, I could definitely <laughs> say Homie the Clown is definitely like some kind of Paul Mooney derivative comedy because it's that slap you in the face, that that George Jefferson door in a white man's face unless you got a check for him type of shit. And I mean, the shit is just fucking hilarious, but it's also, it takes a lot of courage to step out on those platforms and do that stuff and to have that kind of social commentary um, that, that that is that real, right? I mean, like, I mean, the shit is crazy. I mean, that's comedy, though. It's like you're supposed to take those fucking chances because if not, then, you know, what are you fucking here for? You but know? a lot of people don't. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you like that sort of middle of the road, you know, don't offend anybody comedy, then yeah, you know, there's there's people for you, but it's widely known that comedians are very dark fucking individuals, you know what I'm saying? The things that they, right. they have to make things be funny. They have to see the humor in the worst fucking situations. Right. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, the, the best shit is always fucking dark and is a, is a, is a, a middle finger to populist thought, you know what I mean? It's it's, it's non uh it's non conventional, it's fucking it's it's a tightrope. It's a real uh super tightrope walk of of knowing what you want to say, knowing how to say it and knowing how to say it in a funny way that that might fucking offend you and shit. And if it does offend you fucking great cuz <laughs> But what what do you do about that in cancel culture, though? I mean, you can either adhere to that shit or not. You know what I mean? I feel like if you don't want to play the the, the, the rules so, of the game of cancel culture, then, you know. Motherfuckers ain't got no choice. When you get canceled, you ain't got no fucking choice. I remember I said something about K-pop. I was just like, yo, I saw these K-pop motherfuckers doing some bullshit-ass hip-hop fake-ass shit that they trying to fucking rip off African-American culture came out for you. <laughs> and them K-pop, somebody said, well, Dice, you just fucked up. That's what somebody tweeted me. I was like, what are they talking about? They was like, get ready for the storm, pal. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Like, the motherfuckers, I don't think that's the right sound like that, but, you know what I'm saying? But that's how the motherfuckers came at me. They was like, yo, it's going to be a fucking problem. And K-pop tried to cancel me for like an afternoon. Until I had to really come back and yeah, like apologize. apologize. Yeah, to like, kiss the ring and the K-pop. I had to fucking apologize to fucking K-pop fans. And I mean, I think in this in this world where you're not allowed to have an opinion, you're not allowed to say anything that that may offend somebody, is ridiculous, especially in a free speech society. It's like it just doesn't make any sense. I, I think a person should be able to do whatever the hell they want to do as long as it's making them happy. You know what I'm saying? As long as whatever you're doing in your life is making you happy and it's, and you're receiving bliss from that, you should be able to do it. And I think that I should be able to say anything I want if you're doing that shit in public. I should have a public opinion about anything that you're doing in public. I should be able to say, well, hey, I saw last night on TV XYZ. Here's my opinion about it. Without People coming back saying, oh, cancel you, or this person, or that person. Because inside this society, does the Paul Mooney's, are they able to, is the new Paul Mooney able to exist? Yeah. You think so? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely think so. I don't know. Absolutely think so. Is, is the new, is the new, uh, I mean, I, I, I think you Carlin? have. Carlin? Is he, is, he, is he able to succeed in this society? George Carlin? Is he able to do his thing? The thing is... You can say whatever you want, quite honestly, as long as it's no, you can't. As long as it's tastefully done, you can pretty much get away with anything. Now, tastefully done, absolutely. There's this absolute language, this absolute language that you can use to circumvent some of these fucking situations. What if however, you want to do something distasteful, however, distastefully yeah. done? I want to do something that's distastefully however, done. However, 
I think you should be able to say whatever the fuck you want. But I also think that that shit might come with a consequence. So if you say some shit and it don't go over, then that's what the fuck it is. If not, then Do don't say shit. you think a person shit. should be destroyed because of it? I don't know. Because of an opinion that they said about some shit that they probably didn't even think about that long. They probably saw some shit, had an emotional reaction. They say something Dude, stupid. This ain't not new. This ain't not or new. they say something They that, came after Frankenstein with pitchforks and fucking, you know. Frankenstein like, isn't real. But hear, hear me out on this. It's talking about mob mentality. I, well, well, okay. It's, it's well, well, I'm, a, I'm in agreeance with that. But hear yeah. me out. If, if you're a person and you say something that you really didn't even think about long enough. Then and you it's just say your about it. Hold up a second, but it made you feel a particular way. And usually, I'm the kind of person when you feel, I'm a feeler. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to, I shouldn't say this. I'm not a big thinker. I'm a feeler. You know what I'm saying? I go with the feeling, the emotion. How does it make me feel? And whatever comes out at that moment, boom! That's fucking it. And that's what you get. And I, it's like, and I could go back and what you think about sometimes, you'd be like, oh shit, well, I probably shouldn't have done it. Like, okay, um, or I probably shouldn't have said that. But as a comedian or a person that's a social commentary, to get that kind of knee-jerk reaction is what makes the fabric of who we are and creates that organic experience of, of laughter, music, entertainment, uh, the, the bloopers. Bloopers are the best shit, and it's all fuck-ups. You know what I'm saying? It's all fuck-ups, bloopers. So so now they done turn bloopers into bloopers only when we want to be bloopers, or now if we decide we could take your blooper and fucking cancel you. And I think that inside that shit, it makes it real hard for a George Carlin or the new George Carlin or the new Paul Mooney or the new Dave Chappelle to even kind of break through that thing because they don't want to say nothing bad about, you know, Saturday Night Live's music performance. You know what I'm saying? That was the other day. You know what I mean? I think comedy's a little different. I Okay. I think comedy's a bit different in that way where they sort of traffic in at least the good ones. They traffic in the, the, the most uncomfortable of conversations that need to be fucking had. And sometimes it's not really a super tactful way to have these conversations, which is why it was probably a bit more important to have, I don't know, work on your shit for a fucking week, talking to people in the audience and not having them have a camera in your fucking face. You know what I'm saying? So you get to work out some of these fucking things. You get to... You get to sharpen the fucking the, the edges around the joke and shit. I, I think the fact that everything is so instant gratification and shit so fast and the turnover rate and all of that shit, I think it leaves very fucking little margin for error. That would exist. You know what I'm saying? If, if the shit right. wasn't prevalent right. like that. Um, but I, I do think you should be able to say whatever you want, but, you know, some shit's going to come with that. It's going like, everything has a consequence. You know what I'm saying? But Every do you think that. that social media... Should have the power to cancel somebody's career versus... I mean, you got to think about it. Social media now has more power to cancel somebody's career or fire them than their boss. So that means your boss could be looking at the numbers. You hitting it out of the park. You crushing shit every week. Numbers through the roof. Through the roof. Millions coming in. Billions coming in. You say some shit. Fuck everything up. Now they have to fire you. So now they have to affect the whole entire organization, the companies, the infrastructure, the whole bottom line is now being affected just because some people on Twitter are just talking about you nonstop for 48 hours. Because that's all it takes. But I, I think we're missing the, I think we're missing what the issue is. The issue I love the Ellen show, goddammit. This is what I'm talking about. You know, I love Ellen. I don't want 
wanted to leave, goddammit! It's, it's the need to say something fast without fucking thinking about it. Ellen, I love you. I don't really play in, I don't play, I don't really... Don't go, Ellen! I don't really do that shit. Like, I think about the shit that I'm going to say, I'm very fastidious with my words, and I'm I'm trying not to do one of those. Like I don't have I, I don't seen, have knee jerk reactions. Have you shit. seen the Ellen show? No, never. I don't watch that. You shit. don't watch Ellen DeGeneres. I don't watch that shit, man. Who the hell do you think you I, are? Trump? I don't relate to it. It's you don't relate weird. to Ellen. She relates to everyone. Goddamn it! Everyone weird. loves that babe. It's super weird, dude. She's fucking awesome. She's, she's had the Migos on. She's literally one of the worst fucking people in the world, according to her fucking. She's show. had the Migos on. Are you listening to me? I fuck them too. The Migos were on the show. Ooh. Diddy was on the show. That is great. I'm gonna miss her. That's great. Her I'm, fucking Dids and DJ. He's fucking great. I didn't miss her when she left fucking comedy. I'm not going to miss this fucking show. I didn't miss her sitcoms. I didn't miss her stand-up specials. I'm going to miss Ellen, goddammit. I'm going to keep it real with you. I don't give a fuck. But Ellen, I'm going to miss you. Okay, who else got canceled She brought nothing to my life. Who um, else got canceled this year? I, well, see, but Cheryl Osbourne. How about this? Is how about, what's, how about, what's, the, what's the Osbourne? What is wrong woman? with getting canceled if you're a shitty fucking person? If you're a terrible person. How do we know person, that? I've hung out with Ellen. By the things you say. I'll, I'll, I'll by the this. things you do, I've by the way you treat people. I've hung out with Ellen. She treated people like shit. I, that's what they say. I, long, I haven't heard her side of the story. There's long been fucking stories of fucking mad comedians who have stories of Ellen, Ellen being one of the worst I don't fucking it. people in Hollywood. I don't fucking this believe This has been going on for a minute. I don't believe it. I mean, you're I, not going to convince me that Ellen is a bad person. You're just not going to do that. I don't that. give a fuck whether she's a bad person or not. I just don't give a fuck whether she's on TV or not either. Okay, well, anyway. It is easier to cancel you if you if you fucking suck. Well, I just hope she doesn't quit the other show. The I don't know show. what the other show is. She has a game show. I love that, too. It's like, Ellen, we, cool. we miss you, Ellen. I don't swim in Ellen Waters. All right, so anyway, who else got canceled this year? Uh, Jeffrey Epstein? How do you feel about that canceling? Oh, well. <laughs> how do you feel about that? <laughs> well, there's some things I don't I know very little about. You think he self-canceled himself? I think that Jeffrey Epstein has some information on some interesting things that I'm not privileged to and I think that in some circles um, it's probably best not to talk about that. And he's um, not dead. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know what's up with Jeffrey Epstein or his chick or whatever the case may be. Mm. Yeah, and I just know that they were looking for those people and the whole planet shut down at the same time. Mm. So I, I don't know if there's any correlation between COVID-19 and Jeffrey Epstein, but they rhyme. I didn't even mean that. I'm a poet. I didn't even know it. You know what I mean? But Jeffrey Epstein and COVID-19, I don't know if there's any correlation there, Truck. Uh, but I can say, he's, from what I hear, he's done some pretty bad things. Some pretty bad things with some um, some some underage women. And uh, that's something that I don't find funny at all. And that's when we got to get serious. You know what I mean? Like, um, But moving on from that, um, COVID-19. Still, still in cancel culture, though? Well, I, I, I don't know. A, I, don't, I never list. was a part of Jeffrey Epstein's culture. So I'm trying to find a list he, of people who he were never affected. Okay, who okay. Didn't fucking suck already. Okay, well, like, yeah. Who okay. Shitty fucking. Is Little Nas X is he canceled? Yeah, apparently. Wait, he's canceled for what? Listen, he just performed last night on Saturday Night Live. We can start there. Okay. He's been fucking trolling. Okay, so Little Nas X has been canceled too, and that's really interesting. I mean, they tried to, but oh, they tried. They tried to cancel him. Now, why? Why did they try to cancel Little Nas? X? I mean, just all of that trolling, like you know, him sort of doing the old time rule shit, and then coming out a couple years later, uh, you know, kids still love him, and he doing all of this weird devil shit. Oh, he's doing some devil stuff. Can you elaborate? I'm not. I'm not familiar with the devil you, stuff. Uh, I don't know. You didn't see that the videos that came out and shit and the Call Me By Your Name song and 
all of that shit, him grinding on the deck. I saw the video. there was something about a sneaker, and uh, and I saw some clips. And I saw uh, a little bit of a clip this morning from the Saturday Night Live performance, which I thought was was, was last week's Saturday Night Live performance, no, which I night. thought was pretty interesting. They used to always say back in the day, like the man, like there's this man behind mm. everything that was controlling, you know. And I, the wizard, the wizard. The wizard you know, but we never really believed that shit. I mean, we knew, but we never really knew. But when you really dig, dig deep into like who's in control of like the phone and like the fucking Spotify or Pandora or who's really in control of iTunes, it all goes to the radio. I heart rate, it all goes to one cat. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hello? Uh, Good afternoon. Oh, wait. Uh, he wants to talk to me? Uh, okay. Uh, anyway, yo, Lil Nas X was so smashing last night. His performance was off the chain. Um, I, you know. Nah, but I mean, but is, is, is there something like that? Is there somebody that's pulling the strings that could just make a phone call? And then. Boom! I mean, does that still happen? Listen, you see, you, like, Wayno said something. Wayno said something last week where he was like, he was talking about artists and how they make a lot of mistakes early on. It's just sort of a segue. But he said something ill. Um, he said, if an artist signs to Universal, don't think of, you know, whatever rap act is on, or, or Warner Brother. Don't think of, you know, whoever's on Warner. Think of the Bugs company, Bunny. the company who, who owns the rights to Batman. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. So if you control the means of production and a lot of different productions and all of those things sort of coalesce and blend into mm. each other, it's like there could be plants, man. Like, brand you know, loyalty, because like yo, like I heard a lot of crazy stories about like things that happen in the industry, of people going in the back rooms and those crazy backroom deals. And, and Warner Brothers was involved. And like one of these crazy stories I heard, like a cat told me he went in the room and it was like in the early '90s, and it was a lot of executives around the room. Not the drug thing, but he said it was like Suge was in the room, um, but he said when a chair, you know, like this chair, and it was all these people in the room, like all these gangsters, and everybody was in the room. And when the chair turned around, it was Bugs Bunny. And was Bugs was pulling the strings of the whole shit, the like. But I was like, "Yo, you mean like the cartoon, or was it like, was it like?" He was like, "No, nah, I was like a nigga in a Bugs Bunny outfit, but he was enforcing like the rules of what." I was like, yep. "Yo, I didn't believe the shit, but be like, but I was like, yo, is that shit real? Like, is this nigga, this nigga telling me the truth? Could be, man. Because if, if, because if, if you think about, you sign a Warner." And they want to do a track with Bugs, but like you go in the studio one night and the engineer pull up a track and Bugs Bunny's rapping on the motherfucker. They did. And they already paid you, they already gave you a quarter M, right? And Bugs, the Bugs Bunny voice, he's rapping on the song. He's your label mate. <laughs> if you sign a Warner Brothers or something you like that, Bugs Bunny is now your label mate. So you could come in there. Because they used to do that back in the day. Like, you would come in a room, and whoever was on a the label, they may be trying to get somebody popping. You know what I'm saying? They may be trying to get somebody popping, so they throw you on a track with somebody that's already hot. But but they trying to get you in the kids' market, so now they, they, they throwing you on a Bugs Bunny song with Bugs Bunny rapping, and now you got to rap with Bugs Bunny. How much is the bag? That's so I just told you. It's a quarter M. Yeah, that's right. You are, but you already spent, <laughs> you already spent half. 
but they didn't tell you that Bugs Bunny was on the fucking song That's with cool. you. I know I'm going to get that other half. Damn. Bugs is on it. This shit going to go. Damn, but I'm thinking about that, though. I mean, it's niggas that's going through that type of shit right now. I've like, been thinking about shit like that, like fucking, um, you know, the Wizard of I mean, you know, the, the, the dude who pulls the strings behind the curtain, right? Right. Like, like the right. Wizard of Oz. How long did it take the Wizard of Oz to set up shit? How long did it take from his balloon landing and we're in Munchkin land? Right, right. To becoming the king of that bitch? Like, not long. Like, they not were just long. ready to give it up. Like, well, see, as soon as they saw the balloon, they, they thought like, it was oh. gone. Yeah, facts. Yeah. They thought it was they thought gone. It was a god. Yeah. And they bowed to him. Because they were about. ignorant about the true meaning of what mm. God is. They gave it up to him. Mm. They, didn't, they, were, they didn't understand. But they've been looking up and they've been waiting for something. They've been down so long, it looked like up to him. You sound like Ross and shit. That might be a good segue. Wait, well, wait, which Ross? Uh, for, we get, I mean, pick one, either one. Freeway. Ross the, um, Freeway. You mean Ross Rip the... Ross. Uh, the, uh, the the not so good TJ Maxx. I like TJ Maxx. You know what I'm saying? I find better. I find better deals at TJ Maxx. I'm sorry. Do TJ Maxx. I'm good? sorry, Ross. Think TJ Maxx has got Ross on the ropes. Yeah, you're going to Clover. But you're not talking about Ross. Caldor. Right? But you're not talking about. That. <laughs> who, who are you talking about? Charlie? I was talking about um, this this weird thing that's happening with uh, Freeway Rick. Um, you know. Well, like the, okay, so he's, he's having Franklin multiple Saint. issues. Franklin Saint. He's having multiple and it's, like, yeah, having, it's, it's kind of threefold and shit. Shout so. out to Rick Ross. The real shout out to the real Rick Ross. But also shout out Which to Which one is the real Rick Ross though? I, to some people the lines do get blurred because Super I'm blurred. a big fan of the hip hop Rick Ross his music. I He's a big he's a big fella and he speaks for us big fellas and uh, us fly big fellas. Us, us big guys who know how to who know who have a lot of fashion sense and a, a sexy big guys and but we're still tough. We'll fuck you up. We'll fuck you up. That's why right. you don't want to fuck with Ricky Rose. They'll fuck you up. I mean, but anyway, yeah. There's a big problem with the uh, the guy who called himself the real Rick Ross and, uh, and like you and to your point, truck. The lines have been blurred. The lines have been blurred. And I think some people, I, I've actually had got a chance to speak on a phone call with the real Rick Ross one time now. Real shit? Yeah, real shit. I got a chance to talk to him. Not about kilos, not about selling any bricks or hitting any licks, anything like that. I wasn't I wasn't hitting licks with the real Rick Ross. I'm not going to claim that street cred. I'm not going to claim that. I'm not a real gangster motherfucker who hangs out with Rick Ross and sells bricks. It's not what I do. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. But I was hanging out with a guy, a real friend of mine, Jimmy the Saint, who actually did put me on the phone with him. And we had a really interesting conversation about mass incarceration and his views on it. Mm. To that point, I will say it was I was very it was an enlightening conversation and I was and it was a pleasure to have. I will say that. Um but I also will say, conflicting for me because I'm a big fan of Ricky Rose. You know, Amsterdam. You know what I'm saying? He's like, when you're a boss, when you're a boss like me, you gotta get permission on me. You can't just pull out your pistol and do whatever the fuck you want to do. You think niggas like me? You gotta get permission, homie. You think Ross got that kind of pull? Hell yeah! When you're down with Jay Z, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do, truck. It's the black mob, baby. So where do I sign? Freeway Rick says that um, that Rick Ross, the biggest boss, according to you and some others. I didn't um, say he was the biggest boss. I'm a fan of his music. He said Freeway Rick says that that rap Rick uh, avoids him and shit. 
Oh, that's fucked up. Well, you know, I'd avoid a lot of people, too, in my family. How about so? I mean, if he's avoiding some strange guy that he stole his name from. And let's be clear. I'm a big fan of Rick Ross, but you did take the guy's name. You, you did. did take the guy's name. This is his you actual real name. You knew what you were implying. But here's the thing. But the new news is not even... Rick Ross is... Yeah, I want to get to the bigger. The, the, yeah. the, the real Rick Ross, quote unquote, mm -hmm. he has his eyes set on bigger fish. This is pretty interesting. He has his eyes set on bigger fish, and he might, he might, he might catch you in traffic. You and Rose, you guys could be twins, man. Well, you know can. what I'm saying? You and Rick Ross, you, you line, you, you probably get a lot of Rick Ross residual kitty cat, don't you? Oh, no, I don't. The chicks just no. uh, chicks who want to be with the biggest boss. Then you uh, probably get a lot of that kitty cat, don't you, truck? I mean, he's nice. Yeah. You know, You're picking I, up a lot of that Rose kitty cat residual. I, I bet you are. I, I used to get a lot of Heavy D kitty cat back in the day. When Heavy D was big, I was big too. I rap, I rap, I rap really well. <laughs> I, I do, I do pretty okay. I'm just fucking with you. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, I, I saw how well you do, Chuck. You do pretty good. Do pretty good. Hey, you had a, you had a hot little mommy down at Underground Arts. We oh no, 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 no. This was years ago. Years ago. Years ago. Long time ago. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> All right. Anyway. But fucking, um, <laughs> anyway, back to Freeway. Yeah, Rick Ross, his new target is right. Hollywood. Right. He's claiming that the story of Franklin Saint is a true story about his life. Now, I'm not going to lie. I've heard that. I heard it was loosely based I've on... I've heard that. I've heard a couple different things. I've heard it was loosely based around the circumstances that would make a freeway Ricky Ross, right? Mm, I've okay. also heard that, you know, these are a lot of these experiences were um, sort of uh, brain children of um, John Singleton and the environment that he grew up in at right, this exact right, same right. time. But um, to me, a lot of those characters do feel like they came out of real-life situations, like the aunt and the uncle. Uh, you know, they kind of remind me of another couple where the uncle was killed, um... And then the woman became a, a queen pen of mm -hmm. L.A. cocaine. It's like, so it's, it's, it's weird that some of those things do. And then, like, the female queen pen that owned the club kind of reminds me of, like, uh, Jamiva. What is it? I mean, I don't want to say the wrong names. But they do sound like they're... Because I, I, I know some of these stories. So when I, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, is that blah, blah, blah? Oh, is that? Wait. Oh, but this sound like... Because you don't want to use real names. But right. at the same time, like, damn, like, I feel like I know this story. You know what I'm saying? Now, my, my question is, do you feel like Freeway Ricky Ross, Freeway Rick... The real Rick Ross, not the think, rapper Rick Ross. Do you Ross. think that he should benefit off of the show Snowfall or the situations that <laughs> surrounded that day was the crack era that so many of oh. us fucking trraffic and eat off well, of? Well, here's the thing. I mean, I think based on what he's saying, so and I could be wrong, it seems like he's trying to take responsibility... It seems like he's trying to take responsibility for the demise of the African-American community by creating crack. Like, yo, that was my idea. Right, crack right. babies, That's crack me. mothers, That's niggas shooting up Uzis and sh killing grandmoms me in the streets. Yo, that was me. Give me my props, yo. That's crazy. And I, and I think that is a little weird. You know what I'm saying? That you actually want to take credit for the actual demise of the African-American community. I mean, crack was the whole... We've never recovered from crack. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what, yeah, we're, we're still no matter what the, white yeah. supremacy is thrown at black America, we've always somehow kind of been able to come back. But crack, and, and it's weird because we're still holding on to both sides of it. We're still holding on to the money side of it. We're still holding on to the imagery of it. We have people who actually reenact 80s crack dealers' parties and then videotape it. Like, they dress up like old drug dealers 
people who we did respect when we were coming up because they had money. And that's we didn't know any other way to get money. But now there's so many other different ways. There's so much education out there. There's so much liberation out there. I don't know, man. I think it's a weird thing to want to take credit for. It's um, a horrible thing to take credit for. But it is his life. It is his life. Is it, though? It, I... I think so. I don't think I don't. I, mean, I think it's his life. It's also Rayful Evans' life, and, yeah. and many others. Yeah. But when yeah. we take the the section of California where he is from, when we take his actual connection, which was the CIA, when we take his actual connection to Oakland, California, and connect that to LA, all I'm saying is, what in any life, any man's story, any woman's story, any child's story, mm -hmm. if it is their story. And it is being told, I think for some, they have they have already bared the cross. You know what I mean? So it, we, we don't have to worry about putting Freeway Ricky Ross on judgment. We don't have to worry about that because he's going to, his judgment will come when he, when he meets his maker at the end of the day. But while he is here, this is, I mean, it's crazy to say, but did he patent the recipe for crack? Uh, is there any intellectual property involved here? Like, a, a, I mean, is two parts no. baking soda, one part hell cold? No. You mix it in the you pot. Can't you stir it. You stir it and you make it once a rock. And then you hit the motherfucking block. Dude, he got the patent. Once you teach him, once you teach a motherfucker, to, once you teach him how. Once, once you teach somebody cook crack. Once you teach a man how to fish. Your friend is now you your enemy. Claim my fish. Once you teach like, somebody how to cook crack, now you gotta take them out. Nah, my shit different. I got. Little, you gotta take them the fuck little, out the I got game. Little, I got a little nutmeg in mine. My shit it hit a little different when I. Cause you goddamn right. That's why I, I gotta take you out. You're cooking crack better than me. A little bit of your crack bag. recipes better than mine. You know what I'm saying? I like, must kill you. It's only like everybody's recipe is different. It's like nah, but seriously chicken though. noodle soup. Seriously you know? though. Should but, he get, but who should gets he get the, royalties? Who gets the royalties who for chicken gets the royalty? No, no, no. Who what? gets the royalties for the demise of the African-American community? And should he want that? Or should he be he given any kind of compensation? He should, he's, he should be a social motherfucking pariah, if I'm being quite honest. he shouldn't. His behavior isn't anything we should patent fucking characters after, or TV fucking shows, or rap personas, or none of that fuck shit. But the show it's was a real produced. fucking thing. But the show was produced by John Singer. That's cool. That's but I mean, for him to be like, if should we not tell the issue is no, absolutely tell the should story. We, should we not tell we the story of Boston George? George? We should absolutely. Should we not tell, tell the story, story of Godfather? But we should. Luciano? But, we, but we shouldn't. They all lost in the end. Like that's what happens. It's the weirdest fucking shit in the world. That's what happens. Like I'm not gonna. Do we name, not tell I'm the story gonna... of the Jip Rossettis? Chip Rossetti. He was my favorite. He was my World favorite Park. fake gangster of yeah. all time. He was a bad motherfucker. I think I don't know, man. I, I think a lot of these motherfuckers, yeah. um, this this whole sort of outlaw culture shit that's always sort of persisted. Like again, it used to be counterculture, and now it's the fucking culture and shit. And it's like it's it's fucking weird. It's mm. a, it's a snake mm. eating itself, like mm. eating its tail. It's, right. It's, it's going nowhere. These motherfuckers don't win in the end. I mean, why do we name us, name ourselves after the losers of the game? And shit? Oh, well, I mean, well, that's another thing too. Well, somebody said it's that like too. Who, who, somebody said that. We have southern well, pride in the Confederacy. Well, then, like, here's you the thing. Fucking lost. Well, see, here's the thing. Somebody said that. Loser. Hear me out, brother. <laughs> hear me out. Somebody said, well, rappers have been calling themselves these names, and they've been making movies about these people for an eternity. And I said, well, that's true. I said, but the only thing is, this man is alive. This man is alive. Yeah, That's the only difference. That there's, you know, when people call themselves, you know, Al Capone or Stal Capone or 
or Mal Capone, or if your name's, you know, Mal, or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Or Pal Capone, or you know, people call themselves Frank Nitty, or Mike Nitty, or Gank Nitty, or Jack Nitty, or Paul Nitty, or Reese Cup Nitty, or whatever the fuck they want to call whatever themselves. Whatever the fuck, Ski. Yeah, whatever the fuck, right? You know what I'm saying? So, those people are all dead. But when you actually take, and here's the thing, I'm a huge Rick Ross music fan. I love Rick Ross more than I like Free Ray Ricky Ross. I, mean, I don't know. I don't. I, I've had a conversation with both. You know what I'm saying? But all I can say is I'm a big fan of Rick Ross music. Rick Ross, the person, I don't necessarily think he should be getting credit for the recipe of crack. Um, I think it is taking credit for the demise of the African American community for what crack did to the community. Because I remember, I remember the hood before crack. I'm that old. You know what I'm saying? I remember going outside to play, and shit was like crazy. You can see the deterioration. And then I remember crack. I remember motherfuckers who they was like, yo, when you grow up, you want to be like Donald. And I was like, yeah. They was like, Donald is smart. Donald's going to college. Donald can play basketball. Donald gets all the girls. Donald's going to be doing this when he gets older. He's going to be a president of the United States. He could be before they, before they found out Barack Obama. You know what I'm saying? But here's the crazy part about that. I mean, rumor has it. But never mind. I'm not even going to that. But yeah. anyway, Donald was the kind of guy that everybody in the neighborhood looked up to. Right? Like, even my family was like, yo. You, you fucking up at school. You know what I'm talking to me? Like, yo, you fucking up at school. And you ain't going to be nothing like Donald unless you get your grades up. And that's what, that was, he was like the top motherfucker. Two weeks after crack hit, they was like, yo, whatever the fuck you do, don't be like Donald, nigga. Listen. Straight up. And that, that was a shift. And that happened to a lot of people. I mean, like, crack hit so hard, so heavy. I mean, it's almost like ripping away a soul from a body. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's a painful fucking thing. That's not easy, and that's what happened. So does this nigga get credit for ripping a soul away from the bodies of millions of African Americans? I but mean, it's, it's twofold. It's like, but, who, who gets the credit? But like, it's, it's his weird. story. It's super weird. It's his story, and he's alive. It, but it's this weird thing that we have in us that we're sort of, I don't know, like the dudes from a certain culture. First of all, let's get this out of the way. Rick Ross naming himself after a motherfucker who's still alive is weird. That shit is weird. I always thought that shit was weird. Okay. Be that as it may. Um, this, this, this is sort of weird inner shit that we have when we hear these fucking stories and we like, ooh, nigga, the 13, 14 bricks in the joint. They gonna flip all that shit. That shit coming up. Like, we all have this sort of weird fascination with the game and shit because our idols were these fucking drug dealers and shit but I mean, you think about the motherfuckers as they exist now in history if they still do exist yeah, and it's fucking sad well here's the thing the people that we looked up who, to and who wants credit for that well here's the thing the, I think the people that we looked up to for the most part we were babies and they were kids like some of these guys were 17 16, 15, 18. They wasn't even even being considered fucking uh, adults and shit when some of these guys was getting caught. And this is the people we looked up to Mm -hmm. because we didn't know any better. You know what I'm saying? We had no real point of reference. So, but at the same time, though, these were the guys who used to play football with us, like when it snowed. Like, you know what I mean? Because, you know, if your pop wasn't around or whatever, you know, you go outside with a football, the only person out there was the motherfuckers hustling. 
nine times out of ten, they didn't have a father or a father figure either. You know what I'm saying? And they see you out there with the ball just tossing that shit by yourself looking like a straight nut. And they be like, yo, I'm going to go ahead and talk to this little nigga. Now, they don't mean to influence you into being a drug dealer or cocaine, but now this person just showed you affection. You know what I'm saying? He just basically extended the olive branch, drizzled with cocaine. You know what I'm saying? But the olive branch nonetheless. You know what I'm saying? And now you guys become friends. Or you're not even friends, but you think that you're friends. Or you so, think that you're family. So and that's the other thing. Even, I mean, I mean, this shit is fucked up. You're liking it to some sort of social acceptance. Well, I'm just saying, this is the life. It's like you go outside with a football or basketball, you dribbling this shit by yourself. Somebody see you shooting. You looking like a. they feel bad for you. They come over. These niggas got on gold ropes and shit. They shoot a couple hoops with you. You think you just made some buddies. No, I mean, well, honestly, like, I was... I grew up in a neighborhood where, like, where that would happen, the opposite would happen. Like, yo, get out of here. Go that way. Niggas shoot at you. Well, get the fuck out of here. Like, that's a different. I'm shooting over here by myself. I'm trying to get these buckets up so I that's can get out of this community. That's a, a, and that's never a look child back. that is developed. They shoot at you. That's a child that is developed and understands the difference. Yeah, that's the this shit is we not, do. Like, I'm not talking about like the drug dealing niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah. yo, well, see, y'all niggas get shot. I didn't know people were selling drugs. Oh, well, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm older than you, truck. Yeah, I'm older than you. I'm talking about when crack first started. You just see motherfuckers with leather sneakers on. You'd be like, "Well, damn, how the fuck did you get them?" I mean, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it deteriorate. Shit, man. Maybe not as early as. Yeah, you didn't just see this. You didn't see this early as me. You think Ricky Ross should get paid? I think he should get paid definitely, and I, not from Rick Ross the rapper or Freeway, my good friend. Shout out to Freeway. I hope you're doing well, my brother. He's one of the one of the nicest people I've ever fucking met in my life, and one of the really. I'm a, he's not. He's not nice. He's a fucking badass, but he's 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 nice to me, and uh, he's one of the realest motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. Freeway to uh, Philadelphia Freeway. Um, but 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 shout shout out to Free. Shout out to Rick Ross. Shout out to the real Rick Ross. You know what I'm saying? Well, I actually had a conversation. I got a chance to talk to this guy on the phone via my man Jimmy the Saint, who was sharing a cell with him when he was locked in the feds. You know what I'm saying? And, um, but I think he should get paid, though. And the only reason why I say that he should get paid, because unlike the Scarfaces or the Frank Nitties, well, Scarface wasn't real, but, or Al Capone Scarface was real, but whoever the case, you know, the Lucky Luciano, the, the new Lucianos, all those people are dead. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about somebody that's actually alive. And I think he's actually paid the price to society. He's paid his debt to society and, and through incarceration and was the and it was the bag man for the entire operation. So that's why I think he should be paid from uh, using his story. Now, as far as royalties from the destruction of African-American community, those royalties should then maybe be taken from him and then reallocated to community uh, programs. Uh, hope I don't get killed for saying that. Sorry, Ricky Ross, don't kill me, but that's what I think should happen. I feel you. I, I, I beg to differ, but I, I I feel you. Well, we have a difference of opinion, truck. <laughs> I feel like he got paid for it already. In the millions and millions and millions of dollars that he made. But serving but crack. That you know was, that was like actually... Now, now, a dope way for him to get paid off of his fucking experience is to be like a consultant on shows like... They should have, well, why didn't they bring him in as a consultant? They should have brought him in as a consultant. I don't, you know, I don't know, but... Well, that's their mistake, and they got to pay for that's, that. That's a way where you can sort of get I'm paid just saying. for your story. Outside of that, right. it's like... All right, anyway, 
fuck all that shit. I ain't getting a nickel from none of that shit. I, ain't, right. I, I or none, none of these. I'm not gonna get paid for none of the crack he sold either. So anyway, moving on. What's our next topic? J. Cole, Rwanda, Rwanda Sports. Oh, shit. So, news in, J. Cole is getting buckets. He's fucking it up over there, Rwanda. Swish, swish, swish. He's knocking out of the park. Is that true, Trump? No. Okay, okay. Well, no, that give is, me the real stats. It's far from true. Uh, J. Cole is, I feel like he's averaging, like, you know, maybe four points a game when Damn. he plays. Okay, okay. Um, a lot of those are free throws. Okay, um, okay. High okay. turnover. Very low. He's getting stripped. Very. I mean, geez, listen. Looks to be a very low basketball IQ. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. Wait a minute. So you're telling me J Cole's he got stripped by Africans? Listen, he's, <laughs> he's getting stripped like Africa. Like oh, he's getting stripped. <laughs> oh shit! Booyah! Right. Damn! He's getting J Cole's over in Africa playing basketball, getting stripped. Yeah, I get worked. Like Africa. <laughs> what about the YouTube Damn. clip? He, I mean, he got oh. uh, the clip of him hitting one shot, or the or the clips of him shooting many, many uh, slam dunk. He didn't, that wasn't dunk. him dunking that shit. <laughs> he ain't got that dunk. kind of lift. I think he does. You remember the All Star game? He's a tall guy. You remember the All Star game years ago when he tried to get a fucking one hand joint? Open? Like he was barely at the joint. Like that was the start. Nah, he was practicing. Nah. If you, I, nah. My predictions are J. Cole's going to be in the NBA in, by 2023. And I will stop watching basketball. By the time it's 2023, that's going to make J. Cole, what, 39? I want to very weird see, time to start your Here's the thing. NBA He's not the first masterpiece already did that shit. This ain't the, this ain't the horseshoe classic. This the NBA. But Master P already got to the NBA. <laughs> Master P didn't get to the NBA. I, Master P was already in the Master NBA, P, from, my, from my knowledge. Master P made a... Make no, he, he was kind of like, you know, sort of tryout era, three-day contract for the Hornets. Like, he had a cup of coffee. Make him say, oh. On a preseason team. Make him say, ah. He had, he, had a, he had a cup of coffee and shit. And he, cel- he famously celebrated after hitting a free throw. So that was the end of his fucking shit. Yeah, I fuck some people, man. Shout out, Pete. I mean, shout out, Pete. Shout out, Rap Snacks. Shout out all yo, that yo. high sodium shit. Shout out, Shout out to Gold Faucets. Shout out to all the shit Master P is famous for. Yo, but is he famous for rap snacks? He got is rap snacks his? He got something to do with rap snacks, don't he? Well, I know he got something to do with rap. I actually, I actually got a chance to meet with Master P one night. Shut up! And uh, and I met him at Rap Snacks, so I I didn't know he owned it though. He wasn't acting like he owned. He was acting like he was just supporting the guy. Yeah, oh, he got something to do with it. Well, right? shut up! I don't know about it. Oh, we, I just said I met Master P. We had to sit down, and it was at Rap Snacks office. You know what I'm saying? They were talking about rap snacks. You know what I'm saying? How'd that go? Uh, well, it didn't work out in a prototype. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> I was pitching them on a, on a different recipe. They was like, yo, like, they was like, raw, we really don't think people are going to like raw oysters. You know what I'm saying? Raw oyster potato chips. And I said, well, look, P, I mean, this is, we really had a meet, bro. Like, I really had a meet with P. It wasn't about my potato chip brand because we never really got to that level. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. We never got to that next step where I was going to talk to him about my potato chip recipe was the raw oyster. Because, see, I know he's from New Orleans, and that's the place that they got a lot of, they got a lot of oysters down there. It's, right. like, it's a big oyster community. And I was going to pitch it to him. But, P, if you out there, P, you know what I'm saying? Like, we can still do the rat snacks deal, the raw oyster potato chip, but we can get into that later. But um, but I think who you think is a bas- better basketball player, Master P or uh, J Cole? Yes, they was the one on one. Yes. Who? Oh, who's, who's better? If Master P and J Cole get a one on one, yes. Who's better? Yes. But who do you think will win? No one. No. So we all lose. No, 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 no. Seriously, seriously, seriously. Like a rough house. Like a rough house. 
between fifty-year-old Master P. <laughs> yes. And, and J. Cole, yes, like a roughhouse prison, no holds barred, like an elbow, an elbow. I'm not gut punch. I'm not giving Pete. I'm not giving Pete that. that punch. I'm not giving nobody nothing. I'm asking you your opinion. Maybe if J. Cole was playing C. Murder, I, I would I would feel differently about. All right, okay. The Miller J. Playing but we don't. But, but, but C. Played I think ball J. Cole too. was a better basketball player. C. Played player. Ball too, but we're talking about Master P actually going to the NBA tryouts, whatever the fuck, and then there's a difference, and then. My man J. Cole over in Rwanda putting up buckets. Who's better in an all-out prison basketball pickup game? You know what I'm saying? One-on-one, a game of horse. You know what I'm saying? But physical contact. I would say Master P. Okay, um, why? I mean, my reason is completely illogical. And Shem's always going to bet on a darker dude. Um, so wait, what, what, what the fuck that mean? So, okay, in <laughs> a pickup game between me and you, who you think going to win? Let me see. Live your armor. Hey, no, it's, it's not going to no, be a hype man. It's not going to be a hype man. Live your armor. Live your armor. Live your armor. It's not going to be a hype man. Live your armor, Trump. It's not going to be a hype man. Live your armor. That's right. It's going to be a speed thing, Trump. It's going to be a speed thing. Because basketball, from what I know, I never played the game. But guess what, Trump? From what I know, basketball is 80% mental and 20% physical. And be that I may be older than you, Trump, Those I'm numbers are I'm a lot quicker. I'm a lot quicker than you, truck. And I got the arm reach. Trump, put your arm up. Put your arm up, truck. Nope. Put your arm up. Nope. Put your arm up. Because you know my arm is longer than you, truck. You got I got long monkey arms, truck. <laughs> and when I grab that fucking your rebound, I'm going to elbow you out. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to, uh, Your gonna, arms are longer than everybody. My arms are very long. I got long monkey arms. That's right. I said it. Money I said it. like arms on Alonzo morning. But you, people know, but people know that I am... I am a basketball megalomaniac if I want to be. It wouldn't come down to height if me and you play ball. All right. It wouldn't be a height thing. Um, but yeah, I don't. If, I if can hit buckets. If we're talking about prison, I ball, can put up buckets. Yeah, I'm gonna go with P because P from fucking New Orleans and shit. Yeah, and P's gonna come up. P's gonna hit J Cole a with a different. brass knuckles. He's gonna hit J Cole with a with a pair of brass knuckles. He pulls from a pair of money yatties. But if we're talking about like if these motherfuckers are playing all around the world, what is this P saying? His sneakers are not called. Hey, send me some Munyadis. Some, some Munyadis. <laughs> this is not called Munyadis. Yeah, I swear to God they are. I swear, no. I swear to God they are. I swear to God they are. It's like the, the, the no. Bugatti of sneaker. Money yachties. They call it money yachties or some shit. Like, listen, yo, shout out Pete. Send some money yachties. I'm going to start rocking. No. Have you, have you not seen the sneaker? Listen, have you not seen the sneaker? Right now. Have you seen Pete's sneaker? Moon, money yachty, nigga. Like, that's the name of this sneaker. Yo. The Mighty Cones, Masterpiece Sneakers. Money Yachties. Let's see. The Moon these, Yachties, the Bugatti of Sneakers. Like, I know what the fuck up. I'm talking about. This is the Bugatti of Sneakers, homie. And a lot of real G's is rocking them. The Peace. Send some Money Yachties over here tonight, baby. I'm rocking them. Put them on my Instagram. But, P, I got to be honest with you. They my Instagram all, was that. all called Money Yachties. Yo, they called Money Yachties. Like, I'm not playing around. Like, this is some real shit, yo. Yo, this is real shit. Trash. Shout out P. Hey, yo, shout out P, man. Yo, this shit is not trash, yo. Garbage, my yo, guy. Yo, what about the orange with the orange soul? This shit is trash, fresh. my boy. What about the burgundy with the burgundy soul? What about the cheetah with the cheetah with the white on the under? Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. What about the cheetah with the cheetah with the soul? This shit look like a soul? creative recreation, John, dog. Hey, look, man, I like them. Shout out Creative say. Rec, but I like them. These Johns is, uh, these Johns make you say, ugh. I like, I fucks with them. Oh, and this one here, this this like a S. Dot Carter, but it got it got cheetah print on the toe <laughs> box. Yeah, like, get the fuck out of here, P. 
Shout out to you and your sneakers and you being a black enterprising uh, 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 entrepreneur and a legend and all that shit. But dude, we did not come here for the Birdman lugs. We are not here for the Maniatis. This is a fact. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's one thing I do want to talk about though. Before we get out of that truck, I hope you know. Hope it's on a be a trigger word for you. But the, the word is Megan Markell. Megan Markell. Yeah, I'm, I'm not triggered, bro. Uh, How does that make you feel, truck? I mean, she was in suits, right? When you, you hit know, a <laughs> Ain't that what we know her from? Like she had like a little, she had a, a, a cup of coffee in a uh, horrible bosses, I believe. Um, well, when you see, the oh name, shit, the Duchess of Sussex. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. what when you hear the name Megan Markell, Megan Markell, how does it make you feel? Honestly, I don't feel any sort of way. Um, I, 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 I feel like she married into uh, you know one of the bloodlines that. The leading contributor to the right, the, right. the ruin of the fucking world. Oh, right, correct. Um, okay. That's all. Okay, okay. Terrible fucking just just nasty, just nasty bloodline and shit. Just incestuous. Just true. Family fucking country ravaging slavery fucking profiteers. Yeah, so I mean that's what I think when I think Meghan Markle. She married into that fucking family, so I don't really got no motherfucking. Uh, I don't really got no sympathy for her and shit for whatever has been going on. But did something happen with her this week? I don't know. <coughs> well, well, another might have been a lot. Well, all I can say is I disagree, and uh, <laughs> I was definitely at the uh, great on the Roman Palace uh, Instagram page this week, and I saw that the Queen of England had a lovely hat oh. and a lovely dress on this uh, this week, and oh. she celebrated the one year anniversary of uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's uh, union, and. Um, I was celebrating that as well uh, at home with tea and crumpets hmm. and uh, homemade crumpets that uh, the missus the prepared. Um, I also think that Meghan Markel had married into, I thought she hit it big, actually, Truck. I, I have a difference of opinion. I thought that, I said to myself, we finally we finally got one in there. And I was thinking about little little Archie, that, hmm. that little Bastard Archie. She, she married the one that was dressed like a Nazi that time for Halloween, right? Well, she married. She listen here, <laughs> like, like the SS soldier, like you that. Know, you know, truck. I don't get into people's right. Halloween costumes. I don't get into people's Halloween costumes or whatever. But the one thing, I, the one thing I do get into is, um, I mean, to your point, to your point, uh, to, to move away from the celebration that took place this this past week as they as we celebrated Megan and Harry's. Uh, one year anniversary of the happy couple. Happy anniversary to the happy. family with kids with gills. Well, the thing is about that, you know, I, I, I kind of share your sentiment on that a little bit because I was so excited about uh, Archie. I mean, that's where that's where the rubber hit the road for me. I was like, that little Negro is going to be heir to the throne. We finally got a, we finally got one in there. We finally got a quadroon in the goddamn. Yeah, we, we, he's so, we finally got an octoroon. He's so unblack. He's like the. He's like the. Un, he's like the, you know. He's, he's like the most light skinned black guy on the planet. Oh, shut and, up, and, I, and I support my light skinned brothers. I, of course, I'm, I'm behind you everywhere. Trevor Noah, I got your back, mm -hmm. homie. I'm with you. Shut up, um, Drake, got your back, bro. But anyway. Yeah, man. Let's let's hope but, that Archie hold, is far hold, enough hold, hold Archie so, to uh, the thing. Yeah, I, I was so diseases don't get them. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, um, I agree with you, though, Chuck, to a certain degree. Uh, Megan Markell, I'm sure it wasn't a happy one year anniversary. Life is different. 
Life is uh, different now. Yeah. And to my to your point, did she not Google who these people were? Did she not use Bing? I mean, it's not as good as Google. She wanted, but to be Bing gets it done. I'm just what kind saying. of weird ass adult woman wants to be a princess. Well, uh, fucking weird. Uh, I mean, it's weird. Here's the thing: if a guy just calls you princess around the house and you're a grown ass woman, that's it's weird. kind of condescending. That's fucking weird. <laughs> it's really ridiculous. But hey, here's the thing: if you're actually a real princess and it's a title that you earn, not as weird. Earn? Not as yeah. I mean, they don't earned, call it a blowjob for no reason. Earned job. by the way of robbing they and They got job in the earth. title. Yeah. A blowjob is, there's no, they don't call it job for no reason, huh? When those girls are down there working, they've got to suck, they've got to juice, they've got to stroke, they got to breathe through the nose. It's hard work. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. Queen Elizabeth. It's not like, it's not like Queen, eating kitty cat. It's Queen a lot Elizabeth different. owns two of the... <sighs> Just the most gargantuan and expensive, and what's the name of these? They, 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 I think she owns two of the jewels of Africa and shit. Like, oh yeah, the stars. The stars. She like, had the star of Africa. Yeah, absolutely correct. As her possession. Yo, fuck that family, man. Right, she had like, the star of Africa. She but married also into it. Harry. Didn't he go to Africa and do work? Africans? He gave. He gave, to, he gave porridge. Listen, anytime I'm weird. Isn't that an even exchange? Anytime that the Brits. If he gets porridge? Anytime that the Brits go to Africa to get aid? The Brits went with grits. Because that's what porridge is. It's basically like grits, right? So the Brits took some grits down to Africa. They exchanged a bunch of grits for the Star of Africa. Now the Queen of England, she sits on her mantelpiece. Yeah, man. That's why you can see some of the most fantastic African artifacts in museums well, in England. Well, I think what we need to do is we need to get everything that King Leopold stole. Oh, and, shit. And we need to just... I mean, well, here's the thing. Why are, we, why are we talking about it on the podcast when we really should be raiding fucking King Leopold's castle? Come on, everybody! Let's go! Shit. No? Am I the only one that feels Pro- that way? Probably. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. <laughs> if I can't get any support, if I want to get a bunch of Bloods and Crips, and I want to say, hey, pal, hey, let's that's bring more, it in. That's more attainable. Let's bring it in for a group hug, and then, hey, let's get on a plane. Bring your straps, niggers, and let's go to King Leopold's castle, and let's fuck shit up. See, the way you're talking about it sounds like some Nick Cage National Treasure shit. And I, ain't even, I, ain't, I, don't, want, I don't want to do that shit. Like, you, like, well, how else are you going to get it, truck? I don't want so wait, it. So wait, so wait. So matter of fact, motherfucker, make your conversation about education because that's what we stopped at. You said you want to put the uh, conversation to education. Tell me why education is important, truck. And that's what black people should be asking for. When is not knowing more ever serves you wrong? Fuck that. Fuck that. Like, when has learning but when the reading king, more... Hold on a second. When George Washington and the fucking founding fathers of America or whatever the fuck, when they went to King whoever the fuck and said, hey, we want free, did they ask for education or did they ask for liberation? Did they say, hey, give me education, we need better schools, or did they say, give me liberty or give me but you, But you have to be remotely educated on the, on the consequences <laughs> of or... Situations no, that you didn't. Ar- no, it's either said, liberty or death. You can't open every cell in Attica and send them to Africa. You have to have a fucking no, plan. No, it's give like. me liberty <laughs> or give me death. There's no well, in between. Listen, 
There's no in between. Well, you well, can't have education well, no by education, the, the enemy. Be, if the enemy is the person that's educating I'm not, you, I'm not saying you. You're I'm, saying not, I'm saying so you say giving you infrastructure, give you school. Okay, educate. I, yeah. You just need the power to educate yourself. You don't. So how do you do that? You read a book. Can you read? Can you you read a book and then you do what with the knowledge? And you store it. And, and if you, you, and you if store it, it, yeah. Why not? Why not throw a bunch of tea in the fucking ocean? Why do you we think that didn't come with a plan? Do you think that that didn't come with some sort of? It was improv. It was wasn't improv. improv. It was improv. It wasn't improv. So you think education is more important than liberation? If it was improv, they wouldn't have been dressed as So you think education is more important than liberation? That's what you're telling me. I think education is 100... I think education will lead to one's liberation. I don't Hell think you no. can just freestyle your Hell way to... Hell no. You can't freestyle so you your way to liberation. So you're saying I'm just spitting? I'm just spitting balls? You can't freestyle your way to liberation. I think you can. You have and to I think, be, I think the can. first thing you do is how you feel. It's no. not a thinking man's thing. It's a feeling thing. It's 400 years. We've been trying to think our way out of this shit for 400. We're still in it. The whole shit started off. How many black males, the black females killed through 2021 by police truck? You tell me. No, you tell me. I don't know. You tell me. I don't have those metrics. Chuck, you tell me. I don't have those metrics. You're supposed to say you tell me. I think. Let's go back and forth from that. It's like, no, like, who's on me. first? Hey, you tell me. No, and you me tell me. And me, boss. And me, boss. But yeah, it's man. too many. The question is it's over 200. It's 263. African Americans killed by police 2020. Yeah, and I think if we had more after George if, Floyd, if we had more more people, after, I think if we had more people who were educated in critical race theory, who were educated, we had those people who were educated in fucking, we had those who people. were educated in fundraising, we had those who were people educated in in, in fucking, we had those people. Political we science. need bloods and crips. No, Strap no. up, niggas. Need, let's go. That's the problem. No, nigga, let's go. Bloods and crips unite that's now. The, that's the problem. That's, That's what we need. We got too many motherfuckers want to be fucking rap tonight. superstars. Me, we got me, too niggas. many motherfuckers want to be ball players. Wrong. We got too many motherfuckers trying to make trap fucking beats. Well, and we I need way more political science majors. Shout out. Hang up. But, get, okay. get busy. So, so who you supporting? You supporting uh, Candace Owens or Kanye West? I, I, re I reject, the, I reject the, the premise of the question. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I reject that shit. Like, no, neither. <laughs> yeah, you can't. It's always a you Kanye West. I mean, you gotta yeah. let me know right now. Let's draw a line, brother. I don't wear, Let's I don't, draw a line. I don't fuck with Kanye. So I don't wear Yeezys. I don't listen to that nigga music no more. Fuck, dude. So you never listen to a Kanye gospel album? Fuck, no. Dude. That gospel album was ass. So you, it's Sunday. You wasn't bumping that on the Nope. Nope. I wasn't. That shit sucked. That shit. I never. I listened to it just to have an idea what it was, but it sucked. All right, so anyway, so we're we going to agree to disagree, but we're going to continue this shit. Ass. But this, this is our argument. Libera I'm a liberation motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Give me liberty or give me death, motherfucker. And I'm, a and I'm talking to you, Mr. President. And I'm a nigga that says you can't freestyle your way to liberation. Learn something. Motherfucker, we, we, I'm coming at you, motherfucker. Thanks for our report. Thank you, everybody, for coming. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Thank you. Motherfucker.